Hello all, and welcome to the All for the Gluten-Free Good podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hopper, sharing with you how I'm finding peace and joy in this gluten-free journey. Episode 11, Meal Planning. Also, when I first went gluten-free, I would spend hours meal planning and desperately trying to come up with meal ideas that weren't sandwiches and grilled chicken with veggies. Um, so don't get me wrong, uh, we still eat sandwiches and chicken pretty regularly. The difference is now that I have a ton of recipes and variations on those things to choose from on any given week, which, you know helps a lot and it's really built up my meal planning over time. It takes me 10 minutes or so to meal plan on any given week. Just 10 minutes. That's it. Now, here's how I do it. So first of all, I want to tell you what platform I'm, I'm using um, to make this all happen. So I use Wonderlist. Wonderlist is spelled W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T. It's an app that I use on my iPhone and I can make a list with it and I can make a variety of lists and even sub lists for whatever I want. So I can use it for tasks like for the blog or I can use it for work stuff or I actually have one um, for my job during the day. We have an office list of just supplies that we need um, that we use there and all kinds of good stuff. I also use this same app though for my recipes and for my groceries. And I'm gonna tell you how I do that. So these are just a few basic reasons why in general I just love this app and why I think this is the best platform for all of your grocery meal planning needs. So I can make a list called groceries and then make sublists for each store. And that really helps to keep everything organized. I love things being organized. I love post-it notes and color coding and filing and that stuff just makes my heart happy. Um, so knowing that I can keep even my groceries organized into like sublists is really nice. And it's really pleasing to the eye when I go into the app and I don't have like 15 lists. Um, and I can open and close my groceries tab, which really helps. So I love that you can make sub lists, um, which is an awesome feature. So reason number two, why I love this app. Um, I can share lists with my husband, um, or like I was saying earlier, I can share lists with my coworkers. So the cool thing about that is that we can see them, we can see them and the things that are added and completed in real time. So there have been times where we've gone to the store and we only have like a couple minutes until the store closes. And so we're like speed shopping through the store and my husband will like take half of the list and I'll take the other half and we'll just move real quick through the store. But I can see on my phone as he's checking things off the list, they come off my list. Um, and you can do that. That happens just through Wi-Fi or through your data if you have data. Um, but I'll find even when I'm technically like out of data um, through Verizon, I my Wonderlist app will still work when my data speeds are slowed down, um, which is really nice. So 
I love that you can see things that are added and completed in real time. That's really awesome. And then I can share it with my husband. So if ever I'm like, oh my gosh, I just really don't feel like going shopping tonight or, oh, I had this thing come up or I had to stay late at work. You know, my husband can text me, hey, do you want me to go shopping? And I can say, yeah, go ahead. The list is, you know, on the wonder list. So that's really nice. And the third thing that I really love about this app and something that I really think differentiates it from a lot of other list making apps and meal planning apps is that it remembers everything you've added to your lists. So when you check something off your list and click on the bottom of your list, you, it will say show completed tasks. And if you click on that, all of the things that you've completed or the things that you've checked off your list will show up at the bottom. So, and then you can choose to add them back or not. Um, this is a super amazing feature and the reason why is because that's actually one of the features that helps me to use this as a meal planning app. <clears throat> so like I said earlier, I use this app for my grocery list, but also to menu plan. So I have a list called recipes. Now that's where I keep all of my favorites. I took time to add them all to the list. So I took out my recipe book and added every single recipe that is one that I enjoy and one that I know I can make gluten-free. I added them all into my app. And then I actually clicked that I had, I checked them all off, like I had completed them. So now whenever I go into that, the Wonderlist app, I go to my recipes list. And at the bottom I click show completed tasks. And all of my recipes that I have in there are all stored in there under showed under the show completed tasks. So they're all there and I can just go through and decide, okay, well, I want to make this, 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 and this, this week. Um, which I really love because honestly, you know, my, some weeks, you know, my job is not super crazy and I can spend a little bit more time making some more, um, intricate meals, but on weeks like these last couple of weeks where, you know, we get the school year started and it just gets kind of crazy and we're getting back in the swing of things. I don't have time to make like fried chicken every night. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so I can, I love that it's not a system that it's a system that I can totally adjust and vary, um, as I go. And I like that. I like how flexible it is, but it has all of my recipes there and I think the biggest thing being gluten-free and trying to menu plan is that a lot of other menu plans don't work or they mean like making, prepping a lot of stuff or putting forth a ton of effort that to be honest, a lot of times we don't have time for. So you get to pick the recipes that are your favorites that you know you can make gluten-free and then you just add them to your list. So even if you only have 10 recipes, like if you're just getting started and you're like, I know I can make these 10 things gluten-free, that's a great start. Like that's a good place to, to get going from and then you can add those 10 things and then try to add like one more. Um, so my big thing that I try to do is every single week I try to make something I haven't made before or uh, make a variation on it that I haven't made before. And that has helped a lot to add new recipes to my little database that I've got going here, um, which gives me more choices on the weeks where, you know, I'm tired or what have you. So 
all of that said, I'm going to share with you guys exactly what I made this week and what we will be eating for the rest of this week. Um, so my list this week included, um, what I'm going to make tonight, which is fried chicken with mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, so this meal is like a home style meal. It reminds me a lot of like my childhood and growing up and it's a major pain in the butt just because between the mashed potatoes and then the fried chicken, it's, it's a bit of work, but it's a fun Sunday meal because I can really take my time with it and, you know, make it happen. So, and like I said, it's it's really a special thing that I don't often get time to make. So I really enjoy when I do have the time to put in. So the next meal that we're going to make is taco pizza. Now, if you're not a Midwesterner, you may be like, what is taco pizza? Um, the short answer is delicious. It is really good. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, you really should. Um, it's pretty easy too. Uh, you can look up some recipes for it because everybody does it a little bit differently. Um, but I love just like uh, ground beef uh, seasoned with your taco seasoning. Um, and you put that on your um, pizza crust. Um, and some people will do a cold sauce and some people will do a warm sauce. You can vary that however you want. And it also depends on um, whether you want to use dairy in your recipe or not. There's a lot of choices out there. So um, I definitely recommend that you head over to Pinterest if that's something that you're interested in. Um, there's a lot of variations. I'm still working on perfecting my taco pizza recipe, uh, but it is something that I like to make fairly frequently. So the next recipe I'll be making is chicken and noodles. Um, again, this might be a Midwesterner thing. I'm really not sure, but chicken and noodles is something my mom used to make a lot um, growing up especially in the winter time. Um, like we had it almost, almost as much as we had chili and, um, you know, it's kind of a difficult recipe, but it's really yummy. So I actually make the homemade noodles gluten-free. Um, it's a, again, it's a little bit of work, but because it doesn't, the noodles don't require any like rising or anything like that. Um, just your simple like AP flour blend and you can whip up some homemade, um, noodles to put in your chicken and noodles. And I usually just do the noodles and some shredded chicken in my chicken broth. And then here's my trick is that I love to add, depending on how big my, my pot of chicken and noodles is, I love to add one or two packets of a chicken gravy mix. And that really helps it to thicken up, um, and do what my roux would have done if I could have had a roux, but obviously, um, making it gluten-free, I don't, I don't use a roux. Uh, but that really helps everything to kind of just thicken up. Uh, but be careful when you do that, because if you add too much, it can sometimes become a little thick and turn your soup into gravy and you don't want that. Um, so it's a delicate balance. So the next recipe I'm going to make this week is hot ham and cheese quesadillas. Super yummy. And one of my favorites because it's so easy. If you just take um, some corn tortillas and your choice of cheese. I use regular cheese because cheese doesn't usually upset my tummy, um, but most every other dairy product does. So, but I usually keep the cheese just because it doesn't usually upset me. Um, so I'll use my cheese of choice and just some ham that I know is gluten-free, some deli ham that's gluten-free. Um, I love buying my deli ham from Aldi. Um, it's not like gourmet and amazing, but it's good enough and it's lunch meat. So, and it's nice knowing that it's actually labeled gluten-free, which is awesome. 
So those are super easy. And sometimes I'll make two because the little corn tortillas aren't very big. Um, and I'll do that with like some chips and salsa. And then, so the next night I will be making breakfast for dinner. So we'll be having eggs and bacon and pancakes. Again, it's a super easy recipe because there are box mixes for pancakes like everywhere you go as far as like gluten-free stuff goes. So again, super easy recipe, super hearty, and like a really good meal to feed like more than just yourself. So if you're feeding like a couple people, it's a good go-to. <clears throat> and it's not terribly expensive, which is awesome. And finally, this one is like my husband, one of my husband's favorite meals. Like I make it almost every other week, sometimes more because he loves it. We actually make Chipotle bowls. <clears throat> so like if you were to go to Chipotle, <clears throat> that's basically what we attempt at home. So I make some cilantro lime rice, which is really easy. Um, you just make your rice. So I'll use like instant brown rice is one of my favorites. And then you squeeze some fresh lime juice in there and then chop up some cilantro and just kind of heat it up again, let it all kind of simmer together. And then that's it. There's your cilantro lime rice. And you can heat up some black beans. We prefer black beans. And then um, some chicken. And basically you just deck it out however you want. So we get all kinds of ingredients. Um, we have the rice and the black beans and the chicken. Sometimes I'll sa saute some veggies to put in there. Um, I usually get guacamole and like some good like nice salsa, not just like cheapy salsa, but like good stuff. Um, and then of course, lettuce and tomatoes. Um, I'm sure there's other things we put in there that I'm just not remembering right now. Um, but yeah, so we deck it out and then it's like this massive bowl. Like we could probably use to get like bigger bowls just for when we do Chipotle bowls because we fill them so high, but it is so yummy. And again, really filling. And the best part, excuse my cat <laughs> the best part about chipotle bowls is that they're really great for like a take to work meal um for like lunches throughout the week so oh my gosh excuse me pumbaa bubby not 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 right now okay he's upset because it's his dinner time and i haven't fed him yet um but he'll he'll be fine um anyway so chipotle bowls they're really good, um, and I highly, highly recommend them. And they're super easy to make gluten-free because they should be gluten-free anyway. All of those ingredients should be safe to eat because um, they're all fresh. So as long as you're making, like, the chicken at home for yourself, then, yeah, you should be good to go. So I hope that the this list of recipes, like, inspired you. I hope it, it gave you some ideas. And, um, again, that app that I use is called Wonderlist, W-U-N-D-E-R-L. L-I-S-T. It's awesome. And I really enjoy it. Um, so you should definitely check it out if you're looking for a good platform to like simplify your meal planning process. Because let's be honest, those of us with some allergies and intolerances, the last thing we need is more work. Like we, we don't want that. Um, so anyway, thank you all for listening to this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Hopper. For some of my favorite recipes and resources, head over to all-for-the-good.com and please consider taking a moment to rate this podcast in your podcast app. Wishing you the best and to be blessed. <laughs>